I'm Sam Mitchell, and these are my stories. Hi, folks. I hope you're having a good day today, and let me be the first welcome you to Autism Rocks and Rolls. Now, before we begin, I must note that I am not a doctor or psychiatrist. If your son or daughter is diagnosed with autism, please see a physician. I only speak based on my experiences. I also do not on the right to the intro and outro. They are both found on freesound.com. We also have a mission today I'd like to reveal with all of you. The mission of Autism Rocks and Rolls is to take the negative stigma off of autism and other conditions. Many of those on the spectrum or with abilities or conditions not to be pitied. There's nothing to be sorry about. And I do have some paid for the following. The Autism Day is coming up, as I mentioned before. And I'd like to thank those who have been sponsoring or donating to this event so far. Feed Store Beer, Best Beer, Jennifer Borland, Fowler Pumpkin Patch, Stone Belt, Kale Helms, High Sierra, Knight Riders, Kelly Gray, Unlocking the Spectrum, Piece by Piece, Owensburg Auto, Faux Pediatric Dentistry, High Lift Jack in Bloomfield, Indiana, Bobcat of Ellettsville, Indiana, The All Abilities Choir, Evan Ogen, Becky Noel, Kim Gunther, Chocolate Moose, Fresh Time, Pargan Wellness Service, Rise High Autism Services, Dave White, Case Sevilla, and Kona. All of your efforts are appreciated. And I think it's time we re-recognize Owensburg Auto. The owner of Owensburg Auto is Philip May, an auto collision and towing company that specializes in collision repairs. As of now, they offer paintless dent repair, or PDR, as it stands for, for hail damage, door dings, light creases, and dents. A Rhino Pro Tough Coat bed liner can be sprayed at Owensburg Auto in 10 different colors. Owensburg Auto can do a full restoration all over paint job, paint machinery, equipment, or whatever you need painted. And support and resources are offered by Stonebelt for differently abled individuals. As the oldest and largest agency of its kind in South Central Indiana, because it was founded in 1958, Stonebelt services extend beyond customer service and has changed many lives because of its work. In Indiana, there is a great ABA therapy clinic called Peace by Peace. Peace by Peace is a locally owned and family run business that puts each child and family first. We believe in empowering parents and helping each child reach their full potential using evidence-based practices and applied behavior analysis. Monticello, Fort Wayne, Lebanon, Lafayette, Crawfordsville, Cloverdale, and Frankfurt are among their six locations. To get included, go to their website and call your nearest location. It will be an experience that you will not want to forget. And I finally need to talk about my local Kona in Bloomington, Indiana. The Kona in Bloomington is the best because you never leave disappointed. The hype does not disappoint because they serve high-quality shaved ice. They are now starting to serve fall flavors such as apple cider and pumpkin pie. If you see them, make sure you either get a cold treat or even just wave. And I do have some people i like to thank. First, I want to thank my guests from my last episode, Maya Zakay and C214. We're many victorious with Maya Zakay for more information. But what a sweet and stunning lady in and out. Thank you for coming on my show, buddy. Also, I need to thank my dudes, Chris and Tony Gonzalez, for allowing me to commentate again. This time, it was in Muncie, Indiana. Thank you to the ones who bought a shirt and for letting us crash the event and make $125. Plus, I want to give Amy Sorsen from Unlocking the Spectrum some credit. She and her crew will be helping us again with Special Needs Night in October. We thank you so much for your help and your tenacity for Autism Rocks and Rolls. Kids Gym will also be there, and we can't wait to work with them too. And last week we had a board meet, and we decided, through the board meet, we decided to have people spin the wheel at Balloon Fest for fa 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 or as crowds were doing it, fa 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 
free. Thank you always to the board. Wouldn't know what to do without you. I also must give a shout out to Sarah Bradford and Maria Daniel for letting me speak at the 1 in 44 virtual tour. I did my presentation on how my life was like Scooby-Doo. And C1112, Autistic Mysteries and Puzzles, for more information, what a great event. I had a blast. And since the last episode, I've been on the Wrestling Against the Mat podcast with Joe Hamilton. What a great podcast, everyone. Now, folks, we'll be right back. We're going to hear an ad from Barn on Maryland Ridge. So let's get to it. There is a hidden gem in eastern Greene County, folks. Fowler's Pumpkin Patch and the Barn on Maryland Ridge Wedding Barn. Autism Rocks and Rolls is very proud to tell you about our friends, Perry and Renee Fowler, and their place of business. Both Fowler Pumpkin Patch and the Barn on Maryland Ridge is a relaxing drive approximately 15 minutes from the heart of Bloomington, Indiana, and an hour south of Indianapolis. You can find them at 5347 South Green County Line Road, Bloomington, Indiana, 47403. The property has numerous picture locations including several rolling fields, antique tractors, red and rustic barns, trees, and much more. Customized wedding packages are offered on their website. The surrounding area also provides several hotels in which to have your guests stay for your destination wedding. Also, Fowler's Pumpkin Patch is a family-owned and operated seasonal pumpkin patch. It's the perfect place to take your family for some fall fun. Enjoy picking out pumpkins, hay rides, a corn maze, and a petting zoo. Call the Fowlers today at 812-327-4895 or 812 all right, folks, we're back. And yes, please check out their barn because you'll definitely hear the words I do at this wedding barn. Now, today's topic is something I myself kind of chuckle at because it all started from finding, scrolling on Facebook and literally looking at just this amazing video game that can be played and then buying it and then trying to learn the story and studying it because of how interesting it was. Because the game I'm talking about is Red Dead Redemption. I played that so many times. I played the first one over and over. I completed it and went back because I find it fascinating. And I haven't played the Red Dead Redemption 2 yet, but I'm hoping to one day so I can learn the story and say I played both and completed both because that's saying something because there are over at least 100 main missions and over probably 30 Stranger Side missions that can be completed. And I'm hoping that I can get there one day, but... It's more than just a game to me. It's a way of life. There's elements of autism in this game I've seen throughout playing it as a way of coping with the world and with the stress of it. I've seen characters have the elements of autism in the periodic autism table. There's BW, which stands for black and white thinking. They're very black and white thinkers, but there are also some other elements in there. For example, there's... E, which stands for employment, because they are hard workers and work their butts off and know what the true meaning of hard work is, and I just find it fascinating, and I want to talk more about it today. And we'll start off with a definition, because the definition of Red Dead Redemption, it is an action-adventure game that is Wild Western theme produced by Rockstar Games, and let me tell you, it's definitely of the old Wild Western era, and it shows action-adventure, because you are doing action. You are showing up as the rootin' tootin' shootin' tomcat, as they say. And there is adventure, because you go from different places. You go from certain places from Pikes Basin to Hennigan Stand. And then you even go from the United States to some towns in Mexico. So there are elements of these in each game, and it's a definitely a good game if you like the action and adventure movies, such as Hobbs and Shaw and any other adventure movies 
that are out there because you'll definitely get some adventure and you definitely kind of forget you're in the game. Not a lot of video games do that, but this video game does. For a minute, I forget that I'm playing the game and I think I'm actually in the game. I feel like I'm traveling by the main characters and it's really fascinating that I think that. But it just shows us that anything in life is possible and it shows how life can change in an instant from being in a place to another place the next minute. I think the game is a symbol of autism because the men in the game were men, like masculine men. And like every human being, we had emotions, but it was hard for them to show it. Also, I see some of the characteristics of them in myself, which I'll get into more towards the end of the episode. But anyway, I'm not just talking about the hard work the characters do or even the diversity of the characters. I'm talking about... The cowboy way of life because it's more than just insane come on or let's go let's go let's go it's more than that it's showing the way of life it's the cowboy way of life and showing the hog tying criminals it's showing that you have to survive and prevail i know i had to do that through a lot of stories trying to come up with solutions that are being unrealistic and just like they had to they probably had to do the same thing through being unrealistic but also just trying to survive and doing what's worse for someone else, but for the best of them. And I've had to go through that in my life too. So I can totally understand why it has to be done and why sometimes we have to do that. And it's not just for the game, it's for those on the spectrum too I'm talking about because I'm talking about both sides here. And what is sort of funny is that they have these traits that the only autism spectrum knows and has, but because of it not existing in the Western era, they don't even know they ha they have these traits. And it's so comical because they're being these black and white thinkers. They're having these amazing employability skills. They're having all these traits that are showing them, holy crap, if autism existed back then, they may be diagnosed. And it's just comical. The fact that they don't know, gosh, it makes me laugh because what if autism did exist in the wild Western era? Our history would definitely be changed from what it is now but still it's just funny and i can't help but to just enjoy that they're showing autism in a wild western game where there's so much masculinity that it may not come across as autism or mental health or any other health issues or diseases it, it makes me laugh and i and i can't help it but i have to say it so ha 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 and i can't wait to see what else this game and I can't wait to tell you what else about it. It starts with this statement that I said earlier, and that is, I find it funny that I keep bringing it back. And it's true, because I find it funny that the game keeps bringing me back in, because after I finish a game, by either watching the game online or playing the game myself, it would go back on the shelf. But for me, this game particularly just keeps getting my attention. It might be a repetitive behavior, but repeating the game... I think as I learn through playing it gives me a sense of calmness because I can relive the experience. I can relive the autism traits again. I can be like, okay, I'm not the only one acting like the way I am right now. This is human nature. It happened back in the early 1800s and 1900s and no one even knew. But I just feel that sense of calmness because one, I can relive it and accomplish all the goals again, which kind of makes me feel good inside. But I also can just finally see that there's someone else playing who I am. I'm seeing these great men who can be considered heroes, even though they probably don't want to say they are, but are doing something 
good, even though they are technically bad people. And they may not agree with me if I told them to their face, but if you watch the game, you'll see that they're truly doing what they have to do. And I can honestly respect that. And probably that's what keeps bringing me back is the fact that they have to do what they have to do. And I had to do that as well. So I totally respect that and admire that in the characters and in the game because that's what life is sometimes is about. And it's not, as I said earlier, nice, but it's just a life factor that we ought to grow up and get over. Now, unlike it, they cause harm. We sometimes do it when there is no harm or when there is harm, we just don't see it. So we do have to not totally be the Red Dead Redemption and find the balance and not go get the gun, but try to find a way where we can handle it peacefully. And they tried it too, but they had a lower patience level. But still, even though that doesn't represent the spectrum, the other parts of them do. They are just wonderful human beings and wonderful outlaws. They're anti-heroes, but they have a sense of realism, even though that they have to cross that boundary. It is even cool because I see the details of the lifestyle of the game represent autism. Some of what I'm talking about is riding the horse. Because in the game, there is no other transportation that does not involve a horse. It is either ride the horse, riding the taxi stagecoach with the horse, or drive a stagecoach yourself, but with the horse. It is the only way, and trust me, when I tell you through playing the game myself, it takes a while to get there. So you may as well grab your cup of coke while driving your horse, while steering your horse, because it'll be a while. Riding a horse reminds me of two stories that resemble autism. So my first story is I have a friend who shall remain nameless, but I'm telling you her key thing in life was horses. She loved and loved, and I'm telling you, loved horses. That was her thing. I thought she grew up to be a horse trainer, and obviously her life paths changed due to being interested in something else, but what if that path continued? She could have done something with her life with horses. You don't need to take down the special interest if so, if it is possible that they'll go somewhere with that because I know if my friend loved, still loved horses, trust me, she'd go somewhere with it and be the best horse trainer or be the best horse tamer or be the best horse something out there. And it also reminds me of the time I rode a horse at Pals, which I give a shout to, and I thank Pals for allowing me to ride a horse and get the experience. But I'm telling you, what a great experience. And I'll tell you this, I think my thighs grew since riding a horse because I got to tell you, you got to have strong thighs to ride a horse is what I've learned. But thank you, Pals. And if you ever want me to ride a horse again, give me a holler. But if riding a horse is something you're interested in, I encourage you to do it because it is a sense of feeling that you're in control, but you also get to be calm while you're in control. And it's a great feeling, I believe. But there's more because the next one is a Western saloon. It is a type of bar, mainly in the old Western era, that serves cowboys, fur trappers, soldiers, businessmen, lawmen, outlaws, miners, and gamblers. The difference from a bar is not only the doors, but also the conversations these people would have. They also have some other amenities in the bar that will be mentioned later. So this is autism because of the, the diversity. Each of these people have their own goals and motives who have different lifestyles. It is the same way for those on the autism spectrum because of the different functioning levels, but also how each of 
the people in the saloon live. Because if you put a hundred Aspies, I'm telling you, they'll each have a different character trait and have a different interest and have different conversations. Just like the Western Saloon in Red Dead Redemption, but also in the Wild Western era as well. And the final lifestyle that they did back in the game is public punishments. It is a form of punishment of where you are punished by having the general public shame you in many forms. This is not autism, but to people who either do public punishments or once did it in their life. And it's just my belief because I think that public punishments are way too harsh and really dumb. Because I believe that every human at least should have a sense of dignity, even if they did something bad or do not deserve it. And I think it's fair because, let's be honest, they've been through a lot. And the criminals, I know they've done some bad things. And I know on the other side that we think, oh, we should punish them. Yeah, yeah, punish, punish, punish. And you're partially right. But I also believe that we shouldn't take it out to the public. I think the criminal justice system and the outlaws are better left private so that we can give them a sense of dignity and not protect them from humanity, but protect them from the embarrassment. And I think that most criminals don't want to do what they do, but some do, obviously. But I think it's best for the public safety and best for them, and so they can have some dignity, is we leave the embarrassment alone and we don't show the public. We have other ideas. We have the law to care of it because that's what they're trained to do. Now, I also need to mention the history of the game itself because the, so the history of the game itself starts in 2004 when the game Red Dead Revolver came out. It borrowed elements from the 1985 arcade game Gunsmoke. After Rockstar Games purchased Red Dead Revolver, it chose to expand on it. And this is actually autism because of us expanding on our horizons. It is not required but it is a choice that I encourage everyone to make it possible because you feel a sense of relief. And I know it's hard to, when you have your structure, take the sword out of the stone. It really is hard. But once you do, your whole world opens up. There are more adventures out there. There are certain new ideas and new things to try that you may not even heard of. And you're thankfully you did because you did hear about it and you pulled the sword out of the stone. I know it takes courage and it takes time and it takes effort. To pull it but once you do pull it, it is a decision you will not regret and trust me i had to do that i had to take time to pull the sword out of the stone but when i did i felt relief and i'm so glad that i made the choice to because i can now say that i am a more open person to trying new things and when it is new and brand spanking new to try, I feel a great sense of relief and it was a wonderful experience, but I may or may not do it again. But I'm thankfully that I didn't step outside my comfort zone and take the courage to break the structured wheel. Now it is story time with Sam because I also want to tell you the storyline of the game itself. Not the history of the game, how it came out, but the storyline in the game. So it's a long one. But it's also cool if you can follow along. So here we go. The storyline of the game and the history of Red Dead Redemption 2 and Red Dead Redemption starts in 1845 during the start of the Wild Western Era. For 30 years, a territory by the Mississippi River was untouched by gunslingers and cowboys. During this time, people cared more about their priorities than their morals. Then in 1872, the Pinkertons Detective Agency was born and were hired by wealthy businessmen to tame the uncharted territories of the West. They are mainly policemen that would only search for outlaws, 
An outlaw named Dutch Vanderland saw these policemen and knew he would eventually get caught. He felt more safe, though, in 1878 when he teamed up with Jose Matthews. After recruiting more, the Vanderland gang was born. They believed in true independence and fought against government control. Later on, Vanderland saved Arthur Morgan at age 15 and John Marshall, who was a 12-year-old orphan boy. Morgan and Marshall remained loyal to Vanderland for a long time. It seemed like they were inseparable and they were just best friends, but that wasn't until 1886, when Marshall and his family left the gang but returned a year later. However, it was not the same relationship. Morgan held a grudge against Marston for abandoning his other family. Starting in 1899, all the other gangs were vanishing, but not the Vanderland gang. They stayed together and thought it was time to get rich. So they tried to rob a ferry, but it was unsuccessful and it went botch. This later became known as the Blackwater Massacre because it was known for one of the most infamous shootouts in all of the land. After this, they packed their belongings and head out for the mountains to lay low but the weather is awful and it gets worse when a snowstorm occurs. When looking for shelter, they find their enemies, the O'Driscoll Gang. Through talk, they learn that the O'Driscoll Gang is playing a train robbery. It was led by the evil Levi Cornwall. While looking for shelter, the gang rescues Sadie Adler, who was held captive. She later officially joins them. While one joined, one went missing because John Marston was gone. They did find him, but he was nearly dead. In 1899, Vanderland changed plans to lay low and rob Cornwall's private train. While the robbery went as planned, Cornwall hires the Pinkertons to search them down. To avoid detection, Vanderland and his crew flee to the livestock town of Valentine. Morgan does his best to help out while laying low by saving his fellow gang members and robbing a train for money. The head of Pinkerton's agent Miller tries to turn Morgan against his family, but Morgan does not budge. While doing another robbery, the Pinkertons stop him and try to catch him, but Morgan just shoots him down. This leads to the gang fleeing again, this time to Rhodes. The gang hears about the gold, but the family who owns it won't talk. So Vanderland pretends to be their friends and makes them turn against each other. However, the family is aware of the double crossing and targets them by kidnapping and killing. They did save the person who was kidnapped. Unfortunately, John Marston also gets kidnapped by the lawmen. But Hayes, Morgan, and Vanderland grab the gold and take a boat ride to Cuba. While heading to Cuba, they hit a massive storm and the boat crashes. The gang befriends the locals and helps them take the country back from their mean dictator. After this, one of the locals helps them reunite with their gang in Anstrong, but the Pinkertons are on their trail and tries to shoot them out, which make them flee to Ronak Ridge. It's also during this time Morgan's health begins to decline and is diagnosed with tuberculosis. With so many setbacks, the gang begins to decline. It gets worse when Morgan hears that Micah is an informant for the Pinkertons. Vanderland hears this and is confused and questions, who is betraying me? Before that is answered, the Pinkertons raise their compound one final time. Morgan and Marston flee into the woods where Morgan convinces Marston to go be with his family and stop his crimes. Morgan helps Marston escape by going after Hayes where he is defeated and is betrayed by Hayes and Vanderland. This leads to the death of Arthur Morgan. The good news is though, Marston did escape because in 1907, he is on the run and trying to leave his gunslinging life for a family life. It's harder than they thought though, because after arriving at Strawberry, although he does get a job and a house, his identity gets revealed during a trip to the post office. His wife does leave and do the concern of possibly going back to the old habits, but returns after Marston buys a ranch and pays his dues with bounty hunting. After she returns, Marston proposes to his wife, but before they can get married, Sadie has found the locations of Micah, 
And when they go for him, Dutch comes out and turns on Micah and makes his exile while the gang in money is given to Sadie Adler and John Marston. When Marston comes back, he formerly marries his wife and tries to start their life on the right side of the law. You think the story's done, but it's not. Because he did until 1911 when an agent named Edgar Ross recognized who he was. During this time, the Wild West was dying and the government was going after the outlaws to civilize the land. Marston is now cooperating with the lawmen to kill his former friend, Bill Williamson. Once he arrives at Fort Mercer, John is shot down but saved by two strangers. He repays the favor by helping out with the ranch. He then seeks out men who will help him take down Fort Mercer. And he just does that with a machine gun, but Williamson flees to Mexico where he aligns himself with his other former friend, Javier Escuela. Marston follows them and searches for Escuela and Williamson. Marston enlists the help from the army and FBI to kill Dutch. And during the fight, Marston kills his new gang, but not Dutch because he commits suicide after Marston corners him and he decides to jump off a cliff. He seems to be done and enjoy his new life, but that's not the case because the government officials and more of Dutch's gang members ambush his house and family. Marston sends his family away and helps them escape, but Marston is not so lucky because he gets killed and dies. He later learned that Ross sent them and there is no revenge until 1914 when Abigail passes and his son who is now all grown up decides to become an outlaw and goes for Ross in honor of his father. This is not autism but life. Life has its up and downs and I would agree because there are so many ups and downs in this story. They got money but they got betrayed at the same time. It's, it shows the journey of the ups and downs of this gang and that's the same way for everyone. Life is really a huge roller coaster where we go up, we go down, we take less, we take rights. But the cool part is it's our own roller coaster. It's our roller coaster that we built through our life. And yeah, there are different tracks to be built. They may get broken, may have to retwist the nuts, but hey, we still get somewhere. And when it's done, everyone can say, I think we live a great life. Now, later on, I will tell what I think of the gang and the characteristics, but I do wonder what the characters would think of me. And I always wondered that until I actually learned that this can be answered. Because if you look at the first link below, it tells you what the Red Dead Redemption characters would think of anyone on the autism spectrum. And one part of the game that shows the characters as a whole is loyalty. And this is autism as well because we are loyal to the ones who are loved by us or love us for who we are and who we choose to be. And because that's so true, and I know there are flaws in me, and I've seen my flaws act upon myself. I've seen my own flaws. But people should still love them, no matter what their flaws are. That's what I believe every human on this earth deserves, is love despite flaws, and loyalty despite flaws. That's what this game shows, is loyalty. No matter who they hogtie, or no matter who they have to capture, they still love the people who they are loyal to, and they wouldn't do anything to them. That's what I want. I don't want someone to just add me and then hogtie me. I want someone to stay with me despite the flaws. And it's like Heidi Klum once said, Won't you stay with me here on AGT? And that's so true. I want you to stay with me and just help me out. Help me with my flaws. Help me get better as a human being and I think that's all I can really ask for and I don't think that's too much because if it is I apologize but that is what I wish to have. What I also like about this game is that it is extremely educational and it can teach you some amazing educational skills 
some of those skills are how to read a map and this is what we're missing because I'll admit GPS's today are a great tool but it's taken a cost because people are no longer understand how to read a map and party misses that and I'll admit it I can't read a map probably 100% well but because of playing Red Dead Redemption I could probably read a map better and there's a story story with this and always in my geography and history classes I could never understand what was a legend I couldn't figure that out I tried to and it just didn't make sense but after playing Red Dead Redemption I get what a legend is and I'll tell you a legend is a mark on the map that represents something so for example if there's an E and there's E's everywhere on the legend that E on the chart says E for every store then that's what a legend is and that game helped me and I can never thank that but it's also autism because of taking things literally and I'll explain right now so what I have a tendency to do is during the game when they get cliffs or something I take it literally and go over the cliff because that's what the map says to do it says like if you go over the cliff there's some rewards at the bottom well the issue is I die at the end and you have to go around but the issue is the legends and the map doesn't tell you that so the only way I know to do is follow the map and take the bad step and yeah I know GPS's can get us lost sometimes but maps can too which all I mean is kind of a pain but I think my mapping skills are a lot better because of Red Dead Redemption and I think that's an amazing tool that you can use if you're trying to teach history or geography with maps. Another skill that you can have with this game is comprehending skills because in the game you have to learn the story in order to know what game you're playing and how the game is going to go. And it could show that through comprehending skills because you process in your brain, okay, we're going here, now we're going here, we're going here, now we're going here. It went from this to this because this happened. Now we're doing this, and this will be the end. What will happen next? Or this is the end. It, you ask questions when you play the game, and you comprehend the skills. Because all you're doing, in my eyes, when you're playing the game, is kind of watching a book unfold. And yes, there are different chapters in the game, but you're not turning the page. You can make the pages yourself and determine when the chapters end. It's your book that you can write, but in Red Dead Redemption style. And you can finally figure out, okay... I can use this in books when I read for school or when I read as a whole I can learn how to comprehend and understand the storylines a lot better than I once upon a time could not do. The next skill you can take from this game is this is for all the math nerds out there is managing money because let's be honest we're not the best managing money in America but this game can show you a little better because it's not free you can't go to the old western tavern have a drink for free no you do have to pay it's cheaper than it is probably in this day and age but it still costs they're still going through the process and in my eyes you can take that from the game and bring that into the real world you can go to the cashier and remember the steps of how the main characters paid for a drink or how they paid for a gun and it shows you that visually and i know the visual chart goes away once you do it in real life you can start memorizing the visual chart in the game and that way you can kind of hit the button and bring the chart up yourself and start thinking about your money and how you're going to manage it too and what you need and what you want but also what you should pay for and what you should not pay for as well our next skill that we can honestly take from 
Red Dead Redemption is self-defense skills because I'll be honest, even though that we're not supposed to use these items and kill people, at the same time, you gotta understand, they're defending themselves. For example, I believe in defending myself when it is necessary. When your life is on the line because of someone else and you didn't cause it, yeah, it's time to defend yourself. You don't accept your fate then. You have a life that is mean, so you defend it. The final skill that you can work on during this game is your driving skills. And this is one I'm working today because I'm still working on driving a horse in a video game and I still get nervous even though it's not a car. But all kidding aside, it can teach you driving skills. It can teach you how to man this 300 pound vehicle better, but maybe not. Maybe it doesn't help at the same time because I'm still a reckless driver with a horse in a game. <laughs> so it may not be the best, but I'm still trying to work on it to this day. But as a driver instructor said, it is a 300 pound weapon that can kill you with so much force and you don't know it. So you got to be ready to drive before you can take it anywhere. And you may have to start on the back roads and start in the field, but you can go to the highway eventually. There are steps to the door where you can open the door and you see the highway. But it takes a starting. And Red Dead Redemption while driving the horse could be a start. I don't know if I'm going to be able to though because I'm a reckless driver with the horse. I prefer the stage taxi. But again, I do step outside my comfort zone in the game and try to drive that horse. Even though it doesn't go smooth, I still get there though. So I could say I'm better because I do get there even though I might accidentally bump into another horse and kill someone inadvertently but the big one in my eyes is history though because it can show what it was like to live in the american frontier era because teachers are using it the university of knoxville uses it look at the second link to learn how a professor is using this video game to teach about the wild west now folks we'll be right back we're gonna hear a new ad about bob county ellisville indiana so let's get to it are you wanting to do construction in your life? If so, Bobcat at Ellettsville, Indiana is the place for you to work. For 60 years, Bob Curl and the other six locations have been offered as a resource to construction equipment and sales. They can provide you with Bobcat equipment, Cronkite trailers, Phil Power Tools, Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Renmax Power Equipment, and Xmark Commercial Mowers. They also carry the products that are called Xaviators, Compact Track Loaders, Skid Steer Loaders, Versa Handler, Telescope Tool Carriers, All-Wheel Steer Loaders, Utility Vehicles, and Toolcat Utility Work Machines, plus a wide section of attachments. Be sure to use their services and give them a call at 800-825-9132. Alright folks, we're back and yes, please check them out because I'll tell you, if you go there, you might find some Bobcats, you never know. Now in the game, there are some items and weapons that should be talked about. According to some general research, some of those are a gun. It is a ranged weapon designed through a shooting tube to launch bullets through a hole. This is the most common weapon in the game. And this is not autism, but to those who are thinking about suicide. And all I have are four words. And that is don't pull the trigger. Please do not because I believe there is some value in your life. If you have survived a suicide attempt, then I am so happy that you are still here. But please never think about picking up that weapon again. Because next time you might not be so lucky. Next we have an alligator tooth. It is an item that you can get after you skin an alligator. You can trade it to the butcher or the trapper for the money. This is actually autism because of the shape. When I looked at the tooth it reminded me of a finger. And where I am from it is rude to give someone a middle finger. Autistic people have a tendency to be impulsive and be brutally honest. And see 102 Aussie versus Bluntness for more information. 
and we do see it's not appropriate to give someone the finger, but because of our anger and see 1112 flying off the handle for more information, it is possible that we will give it out of frustration. To the parents, I'm not saying excuse them. They should be shown the consequence of giving someone the finger. But understand that if an Aspie has bad anger issues and gives it when just frustrated, they give them a consequence. But also, please help them as well and try to help them understand that we cannot give middle fingers to people. Our next item is a bandana. It is a piece of cloth that is worn around the face that conceals the character's identity. This is also used in both Red Dead Redemption 2 and Red Dead Redemption. Bandanas have autism in them because I know I keep saying quit masking, but I also believe in people's privacy because there are certain types of your business that should not be shown and seen to others. I think because it's your business and your issue or your thing, it's no one else's thing. You're the one who can have it. You're the only VIP in the meet and greet area. And I'll admit, it is hard to keep situations private because it may be best if someone does know, but maybe not. Also understand for those on the spectrum, it's hard to either keep something private because we do not like secrets. We hate secrets. And I'll tell you why. It is because that we can't say this. Now you're putting that pressure on us. Uh, okay, we'll do our best, but it's going to linger over our heads. I don't know if that's possible. And we feel like it would say because it would reduce the stress to 0%. And sometimes it's hard to express it publicly because we don't want to express it publicly, but it's hard to keep it in. But expressing it publicly also knows that it leads to consequences for others. And we don't want to put the consequence on them when we don't have to do that. So it's hard to keep it private and public. It's a private versus public battle all day long when someone tells us a secret. Our next item that we need to talk about is binoculars. It is a type of scope in the Redemption games and also in the Frontiersman era, and it was used to increase someone's vision to spot animals or enemies from a far distance safely. This is autism because of the misconception that we are staring at you with our binoculars. That, my friend, is far from the truth. Through experience of what I have seen, there are two reasons why we, and I quote unquote, stare. One, we are observing and minding our own business, and we just happen to look in depth at something. Two, we are observing you because we want to talk to you, but our anxiety raises up. And C109, Autistic Butterflies, more information. We just want to say something and converse with anybody like anyone, but we are so nervous due to us knowing that we could potentially offend you and not mean it at all. The next one we need to talk about is Dream Catchers. It is a handmade willow hoop that is woven into a net that is decorated with sacred beads and feathers. In the game, if you get one, they will reveal a secret. This is not autism, but to my podcast listeners. I just want to first of all thank you for letting me share my stories that have been both filled with hope and tears. I also thought that whoever listens to my previous episodes, some of my chapters in the book are not easy to share. Do you think it was hard to hear me say the experience? I'll tell you it was hard and way harder to tell them. I'm always afraid that the majority of people will see these excerpts as a waste of space. I am also scared to tell some of my stories because I might still get judged and pitied. I will also state that some of my stories will be secret because I cannot put the burden of someone hearing it as it might be too heartbreaking for you to hear. Our next one is a lantern. It is a source of lightning that you can carry when you are going into dark places or places that you cannot see very well. It usually protects another light source, mainly a candle or a wick oil. It was used in the game when they went into dark places. This resembles autism when they find the person. Before, we were hidden in a cave with no source and no light to see at the end of the road. However, when that one person came in 
that changes their life. It changes the dynamic because they are still in the cave, but now there are sources and light in the cave. And I'll tell you, having no light in the cave affected me tremendously because I'll admit it, I had days where I didn't want to see the light. I just wanted to live in the dark. That's all I saw and I got used to it. But when that one person came in, I did see a hole in the wall, a hole of light. And that felt wonderful. It felt like a wonderful day. And having no light affects me still to this day. I still have days where I want to close the door and have no light. And it affects me because I have bad mental health days where I do feel worthless. But I know at the end of the day with determination, I definitely get through them. But it still does affect me. And having no light is not a temporary. It's permanent. There are probably a lot of days where I may not have a light, but I'm still happy. I'm in the middle. I'm happy, but with no light. The next thing we need to talk about is a fountain pen, which you probably may have heard of through your social studies class. It is a writing instrument where you dip it in a water-based ink solution and you can write with the ink. It was used when others wrote letters in the game. This is not autism, but to anyone who likes some form of art. What you are designing or creating can give value to not just you, but the whole world. Remember, you can always have others inspire you, but please do not be influenced by your work. It is your product at the end of the day. Our next weapon is a lasso. It is a loop in the rope. To be thrown at a target and tightened when someone pulls the rope. It is mainly used for catching wild animals or hog tying criminals in the game. This is autism because when someone who is on the spectrum had to carry what I did for 15 years and see 104 making friends again that girl more information, but they feel stuck and they are almost wrapped in a lasso. I know for me as each year went by, the lasso got so tight I wasn't able to move. To the ones on the autism spectrum, I want to say that no one will break the rope for you. It is up to you to get out of the rope and crawl to get a rope break. It might take some time to get out of the rope, but I know this, you will make it. And when you rip the lasso, you will get the feeling of being Superman. Our next item is a Rootlinger pocket watch. It is a pocket watch that Arthur Morgan won after a shootout with an enemy. He keeps it with him as a souvenir to remind him of what he did. So this is not autism, but to sexual predators. And this is what I want to say, quit keeping trophies. Because, come on, that's not cool at all, A, and you should not do it in the first place. But if it happens, then let them dive in nobility. And to the survivors, please speak up about what you went through. Because no one should have their body violated in ways they do not want it violated. Our next item is a bandolier. It is an accessory on a belt that is designed to hold extra ammunition. It is mainly on Marston and can be found in your equipment kit. I would consider myself a bandolier because I hold extra ammunition. I am motivated to make something out of my life and to those who want to make something out of their life i am so happy for you and that you are working on something that is making you feel joy but know this when you get to where you want to it doesn't end but it only gets started and then our final item is a wanted poster it is a poster that shows criminal fugitive and it shows where they were last seen and what they look like this is not autism but to those who choose to run from the law and not surrender that is, do not run away from the police. If you did something wrong because you you did, you can run, but I know you will get tired and exhausted while your body throws in the white flag. It will then lead you to squat or hide. But just as the cops will seek you, and your elaborate game of hide and seek will come to an end. And even the animals that are in the woods represent autism because as I have said before, we are wild creatures. And while most can be tamed, there are some that cannot be, and it's harder when someone on the spectrum starts becoming animalistic, when they punch a wall or kick the cat. Honestly, my idea to those who deal with this problem is first try to get a safe interval 
and then let the storm happen. But after the storm rages and settles, wait for the mist to go away. It happened with me. I got so frustrated once in my Ivy Tech math class that I was done. I mean, we got, my family got into an argument over it. I mean, I went nuts and, and I won't lie to you, I lost my stuff. And I think I basically turned into an animal. But after the storm went away, I wasn't done fully. I had to let the mist fly off and let the, find a way to let the sun shine. And it took some time for the sun to come out, but the sun did come out. I, eventually, my parents did have to get to a safe interval. I'm not saying where I got aggressive and punched a wall, but yeah, I lost my stuff. I was like, ah, what? What? Yes, I lost it. I lost it and I just, ah, it was just crazy. Just, I, I think I turned into a lot of psychotic wrestler almost. And I just lost it because every human does. We had different agreements, but we did come to an end. That's why I want to tell the parent and the child is you will get through it. It may exhaust you, but the end result will be a victory for both of you. And it won't just be one-sided. I will also say that the music can actually be a beneficial tool. The reason is each song has a different emotion and it might help us understanding certain emotions. I know through listening to some of the music, it makes me feel a certain way. And I know through other emotions that they make me feel a certain way. I know how you react will make me react too. I know that from hearing the song, but I also know that how the song can teach someone how, okay, in this situation, I'm sad, or in this situation, I'm happy, but I'm going to do my best. And as one of my friend said once on not a podcast episode but on a teach i was like sometimes they hide it from their child they're like yeah i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine well i'm with my friend we need to stop that because i think what develops a relationship is just honesty and realism as we can learn the emotions and learn how to be a good friend and a good son by showing how these basic emotions can be impactful when we can be happy with them, when we can be sad with them, or how we can just help them out. Now, folks, we'll be right back. We're going to hear another ad, and it's a brand new one, and it's from Rise Autism Therapy Services. So let's get to it, and let's hear what they are about. Rise is a new ABA center committed to serving children and teenagers from 2 to 16 in Bloomington and Evansville, Indiana. They value quality of care over anything else. That is why their BCBAs have small caseloads so that your child is a priority. We are dedicated to supporting families in our community to make an impact that is lasting. The small clinic size allows them to be available for you. They want to help make your family's life better and more enjoyable. To book a session, call them at 812-287-8561. Or if you have any questions, please email them at admin at riseautism.com. All right, folks, we're back. And yes, if you check them out, you will definitely rise to the occasion if you stop by their clinic. Now, in the game, there are missions, but I'm going to keep that a secret so everyone can get the full involvement. However, I will say there are some activities you can do in the game for spare time. According to some research, some of the activities are dominoes. It is a game with the game piece dominoes. The goal of the game is to make the ends of two separate dominoes match the same number. This is not autism, but a personal one. I just want to recognize my parents for showing me that game because, guys, it's a fun one, and I hope sometime we can play it again in the future because, believe me, anytime, I'm willing to challenge you. Our next activity you can do in the game is, I don't know if you call it an activity, but work or chores. It is an activity unlocked in the game to where you can help others on the farm. The chores include moving and carrying hay bales, milking cows, 
feeding chickens, chopping firewood, and cleaning manure in the barn. This is autism because of our job skills. And C135, you start Monday for more information. But those on the autism spectrum deserve a class of their own when it comes to employment skills. Because I'll tell you, we do not want our reputation damage as a trusted co-worker because we just lost your trust if we mess up and we don't want that that's not really bothers us if that happens because we want to do the job right as well it hurts us personally as well not just professionally we feel like we feel ourselves and we feel like we feel you and that's why it tremendously hurts us when we mess up our next activity is arm wrestling it is a sport where two participants put their elbows on the table and firmly grab each other's hands and try to top the other's hand on the table. Arm wrestling is a symbol of autism because of the word firmly. Not time at the firmness in your hand. That's kind of crazy. But the firmness in your voice. Being a strict and a dry person can be a factor if someone on the spectrum likes you or not. We might like you because that's our humor too. We're very dry and bland people where we tell you how it is and straightforward where we are the type of people who don't put up with someone's crap. But someone else on the spectrum may not like that because they, to them it comes across as harsh and mean and they're just being rude. They may not like that at all because it brings them down. They just feel awful and they just don't feel comfortable. And it's not against you, it's just how we're feeling. And for those on the spectrum, it's hard to see that everybody does not only like a variety of interests, but a variety of attitude. And our next game is Blackjack and Poker. Is a card game that is within betting and gambling. It is used in a deck of 52 cards and you have to get to 21 without going over. This is not autism, but to anyone with a gambling problem. I just want to say that money is not everything and if you constantly gamble, there is a chance you will lose not just the game, but your life. Also, I'm trying to say please plan with your finances and do not waste it by going to the casino and playing blackjack all the time. I don't see a problem with it occasionally. I have a family member who goes to the casino every once in a while, but he doesn't do it all his life. So I'm encouraging you to be aware of going to the casino and betting all the time. Our next activity you can do is bounty hunting. It is an activity where you can search for other outlaws and turn them into lawmen. This is also not autism, but to anyone who is a police informant. I want to say that you are doing something right and great for your country. It may not be acknowledged, but I will say your bravery from stopping the bad guys is seen. Our next activity is camping. It is a temporary resting place in the wilderness where Morgan or Marston can set up a tent and rest by a fire. This is autism because we need to rest sometimes. We do it like anyone else, but it's in our own way. One of my previous guests, Jack Mason Goodall, is a genius of this. And C203, playing around with Jack Mason Goodall for more information, but he used to say when Aspie is moving back and forth or doing some sort of odd action, they are trying to rest. Because in life, everyone does rest. So why are we getting looked at when we are just trying to relax and rest? The next activity I would like to talk about is cinematography. It is an activity where you can watch a 19th to 20th century motion picture from 1899 to 1911. They are featured in both games and it only costs $2 to enter, fake money wise. This is autism because of the history. The motion picture in the game were black and white. And as I said earlier, we are black and white thinkers. It is this way or the no way, which for me translates my way or the highway. And C103, my way or the highway for more information, but it is truly north or south for us. There's no east or west. Our next activity is drinking. It's an activity that can be done in a bar. The drink only costs $2 and your choice is bourbon or whiskey. You also have the option of tequila if you are in Mexico. This is not autism, but to those with a drinking problem. And it's stop using alcohol to solve your problems. It's only temporary, not permanent. I've seen what alcohol can do to others. It changes who you are. 
If it was up to me, that is too much of a sacrifice because I could not sacrifice my personality. The next activity is dueling, a challenge where you face your opponent from a short distance and see who can draw their weapon faster. This is autism because of the phrase drawing their weapon faster, which for me translates into, get ready for it, dun dun dun, pinball action. C111, pinball action for more information. But the way I see someone on the spectrum is a pinball brain. It is a go, go, go. I like having that, but it does make me occasionally forgetful. And the forgetfulness is where I'll have a second thought and then I just lost. It's like, oh, I just had it. What was it? Oh, shoot, I lost my thought. And it just inadvertently got recycled. I do it all the time with music because I can't find the lyrics. And I finally just have to give up. And I listen to a song on the car. I'm like coming in. I'm going to find it. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. What was that song? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, shoot. And then it just goes in the trash can and never heard from again. It's comical, but I think pinball actually does come with the price. And our next activity is five finger fillet. It is a game you can play where you lay your palm on the table where your fingers spread apart and you strike the spaces between your fingers with the beat, but you must avoid cutting yourself. This is not autism, but to the ones who were or are cutters. Please stop trying to make yourself bleed. The pain is not medicine at all. It is not a necessity at all. There are other ways or real medicines that can help. And trust me, you do not have to go to cutting your skin. Our next activity you can go to is a gang hideout. It is a hideout with a gang that are usually an outlaw group that are in the wilderness away from towns and settlements. This is autism because we should have a gang. Everyone needs to understand it's hard to find a gang because what we want to avoid is the friendship drama. And the friendship drama is basically where two friends have a fight over something stupid. We don't want to deal with that drama. Sometimes it's better if we don't deal with that at all. And I do think it is easier because I not have to work with others and I am in control. But I do see we have to work with others. If we do work with others, it might not be best for us to be the boss because of the stress. As I mentioned earlier, we do work better alone because we get controlly. We get anxiety and we can't help it we just get controlling and we're just like no we're the boss we're putting the gavel down period and i know it comes across as rude but it's something we cannot help because the anxiety of not getting done is way higher for us than the anxiety of getting done we can't see the positive side we can only see the negative and just see that this is the project we have to get through this wall my way of doing it i know i sound rude but this is the way we're going to get it done or i'm going to get it done and, under and at least understand it the next activity is horse taming. It is an activity where you try to rope a horse and try to break it from being wild to tame and less scared of people. This is autism because sometimes we are more understanding with animals. Animals can be anyone's best friend, not just a man's best friend. They can help you out while it's therapeutic or non-therapeutic. The biggest reason they help is all they can do is listen and for the most part they seem like they are interested. Or if not, they are pretending to listen, I think. Our next activity is Liar's Dice. It is a dice game where others have to detect someone's deception. This is 100% autism because we have trouble with seeing deception in others. I'll be honest, we can easily be manipulated. So I can see why parents hover when we are with someone. It has even led me to feel safer when I'm with my friends. I have my parents tag along with me. It's hard for people because people blow smoke and it's hard when the smoke will stay or just dissolve. It is this quote I see. That I have made myself by Sam Mitchell. What they say to you is what they may not say somewhere else. This quote means so much to me because it's so true. They may not say something to my face that they would say to their friends. And it's tough to see that. And it's also tough to know that 
what they're thinking of you right now may not be what they're thinking about you down the road. And it's tricky to see that, and it's hard to see that. Are they being sincere or not? Because you don't know. They could just be fiddling around with your feelings and not even doing it on purpose or on accident, too. It's just hard to see. Our final activity is Night Watch. It is a way to earn honor and money by protecting a town from rustlers and bandits while on night patrol with the watchdog. This is not autism, but to the ladies out there. All I want to tell you is to be extra careful at night because there are men who will either manipulate or take you and possibly have their way with you to where you are either a hostage or worse, killed. I know it's hard to see the deception and it is a fear that we have to leave off our chest if you want to function, but it is still there. There is a slim chance that it will happen to you, but it's still a chance that is risky. It is the same with men because there are women who will fiddle around and the next thing you know, she's trying to steal your money. So men and women, just be aware of others and try to see who they really are out of their skin. And this video game was so popular and well-liked that there has been a movie made about this game. Look at the third video below to see the movie trailer for this feature 2010 film. Now, everyone will be right back because we're going to hear from our old friends Unlocking the Spectrum, but stay tuned. At Unlocking the Spectrum, we are committed to making the highest quality ABA therapy accessible to all children with autism. We pride ourselves in offering fun, compassionate, and data-driven programs for individuals with autism and unparalleled support for their families. Our personalized approach means that every unique child is given just what they need to reach their maximum potential. We are so happy to support Sam in his mission of taking the stigma off of autism. You can learn more about our services and employment opportunities in both Indiana and Texas at unlockingthespectrum.com or by calling 855-INFO-UTS. That's 855-INFO-UTS. All right, folks, we're back. And yes, if you check that place out, they will for sure unlock the key to success. And win the game Red Dead Redemption 2. In Red Dead Redemption, there are certain life lessons you can learn from the game. According to some general research and my thoughts, some of those ideas are diversing your income stream. One thing that the Vanderland gang is good at with the exception of killing people is earning money in any way possible they are doing the expression putting your eggs in one basket anyone on the autism spectrum can take this lesson to heart because they are sometimes not the best with money they are either a spender and too careless with their money or a saver and they are way too careful and parents i believe it is crucial that you do your best to teach them about saving and spending however i do want you to understand because of our black and white thinking it is a tough route to choose but now you're adding one where there is a second place option that's too confusing. It's hard to pick. And from a personal standpoint, I have a tough time with this. I used to be a spender and careless, but then I saw the consequences and started to hold back. But now I am way too careful with my money. I do get we have to find a balance with spending and saving and find a second place, but it might take some time. Our next lesson that we can take is be a good American and simple man. In the game, I would say that Arthur Morgan and John Marston are good men. Because they do make money and are loyal and work even though they are considered outlaws. They do have the good traits in them. They even have compassion. Because Morgan took a young Jack fishing and John Marston, you could tell, loves his wife. This is autism because I just want to say we try to be productive to society through our odd quirks and behaviors. We care about those who are in danger. I know through life the definition of masculinity has changed. But I do not agree. I just see them as different type of men. We have all sorts of men. There's... Serious men who kind of act old school. I think there's the men who are more fun and just different types of men with different personalities. And I believe with each era, there were pros and cons. Our next lesson is you can learn the true definition of honor. During the game, they have you help out strangers. If you have no honor, 
you will not help them, but if you do, then I do see honor in you because to me, the term honor means helping out someone and doing something good when it is not required. For example, it is me wanting to dress up as Santa Claus when I do not have to. This is autism and actually others with a mental and physical condition. To me, we need to stop looking down upon them and truly look into their honor because they are the nicest and helpful people I've ever met. I'm not just talking about the guests I've had or my friends outside of the podcasting world. I'm saying all because they have been through so much that they turn a 180 instead of being bitter about it. They want to chime in and give people something that they either do not have or do have but it is because they are just good spirited. That's saying something. That's going above. That's being a true character and showing amazing high honor. The next lesson is you are only human. This game does show the cliche phrase, no one is perfect, because despite Arthur Morgan's and John Marston's flaws, we still love them and feel like they are one of us. Even though he's an outlaw, he can still admit his faults, empathize, forgive, and help those in trouble. Morgan even strives to be a better person. This is autism because we want an author Morgan in our life. We want someone who has our backs and, as I said earlier, looks past our flaws. That could be considered autistic and non-autistic. If they do not receive that, then trust me, they will make the opportunity. Although I found one person, as I said earlier, it was hard to find more like that, and it was hard to see when that, if that day would come. And a certain day reminds me of this. I go to the Bad Apple Saloon, which is a, like a little concert area in Indiana, and I see people with all these friends, but I'm stuck with my family's friends, and I don't mind that, but I do want to bring my friends, but even I think bringing my friends would still make me feel kind of a Debbie Downer, because I want to go make friends, I want to mingle around, but the issue is if you mingle around at these festivals, I think you're looked at as a creep, and that's not my gift, though, I'm not trying to creep anyone or pick up anyone, I just want to go hang out with you and talk to you like any other human being would or any other good old friendly person would do. And it's hard to do that when it's seen wrong and I don't see a problem with it, but I can understand why it is at the same time because of what most people's intentions are. The next lesson is good things happen to good people and bad things happen to bad people. If you play as a good guy as you can in the game, there are more opportunities for you in the game. For example, if you offer nice gestures in the game, they will return the favor. But if you play the outlaw and the bad guy, then bad things will happen. The game is a nightmare if you're an outlaw because bounty hunters hunt you down, items are more expensive, robberies become less profitable, and at the end of it all, you're left with some bounties to pay. As Arthur Morgan stated in the game, you can't be a bad person and expect good things to happen to you. This is not autism, but me. Because I consider myself both. Because I always say in pro wrestling terms, I am a tweener. The reason why is I am bad or a bit of a heel is because I am generally a very defensive person and I blame others for it all and I see hatred for others who use me like a puppet. On the flip side, I am a baby face because I generally care and want to do what is right and make somebody or everyone as happy as I can. The next lesson for the game is take care of yourself. I think in life, we sometimes get so busy that we forget about ourselves. When it comes to Red Dead, if you go without food and sleep, you will suffer. Energy cores, health cores, dead eyes all start to drain unless you slow down and replenish. It is best to know your body and stop when you need to. This is not autism, but mental health. I agree with this lesson 100% because we need to be strong mentally and feel great about ourselves and who we are as a person. Your body and mind is sometimes a pain, but it can also be your best friend. It can save you from death. So be aware of what your body and mind can take and what it cannot take. The next lesson is grab a jacket because have you ever been told by your mother to make sure you grab a jacket 
Why well, say Mama's right even in the game because it was once for them way too cold when they hit the snowstorm with no shelter. This is not autism but to teenagers who choose to rebel against their parent. And parents, I want you to understand that they need to find their own identity and to the teenagers, the reason why they are not letting you have your wings fully spread is because they truly just care about you. The next lesson is always be prepared. In the game, they did get ambushed, but they were alert. Sometimes they were prepared and other times they were not prepared. If you are not a prepared person, it's fine until you stumble upon the Lemur Rangers while out her picking without anything but a poorly maintained revolver. This is autism because some of those on the spectrum are actually prepared people. They even sometimes over-prepare to where the station is neat and not messy. The others live in a messy kitchen and have a tough time. Personally, I would say I am both because I prepare when I need to and do not when others believe I need to prepare for I do not see when it is mandatory. And the next one is try to see a situation from both sides. In Red Dead Redemption, the main plot is the government has kidnapped Marston's wife and child in order to make sure you go for your former friends. The guy feels backstabbed and deceived. I know we are sympathetic with Marston and with his situation, but why can we not see the other side? So this is autism because we tend to forget about the other side and believe that this is a one-way street in an argument or a problem. We try to hear your side, but it is hard when we are just thinking about our story. The next lesson you can learn is be sure you are ready to be a parent. Marston has a son who he loves unconditionally, but he is very whiny and demanding. Children can be irritating and lazy. This lesson represents autism because those on the spectrum can and cannot make great parents. If they are a parent, please put your trust in them. They do see they will have to change their ways, and if they want a child bad enough, they will. But if not, then that is fine too because I can relate to the reason. I see that if I'm a parent, there will be some changes that Sam will have to make. And I do not know if I have the capability of making those changes. You have to remember that changes are scary, but it's scarier when it involves another human being that can be influenced by my own actions. The next lesson is love is all you need. Let's be honest. The world can be a dark and savage place to be in. The only way to get through it is to find the love of a good woman or a good man. It is also important to have that special somebody to hold, kiss, and squeeze. So why does John agree to bring his ex-gangmates to justice? Because he loves his wife. Why does he struggle with taking down his old gang? He loves them because he was once their family and he still has that feeling for them. That's what Red Dead is all about, but with more six shooters and cooler hats. This is not autism, but the world. As a song once stated, Put a little love in your heart. But anyway, that is the cure for the evil that is living in the world. Do something nice for someone, not because you have to, but because you want to. So you can see the happiness and the priceless reactions in others' faces. The final lesson is we do have to grow up sometimes. It's hard to grow up, and while Red Dead Redemption is cartoonish, it is a mature game with so many adult jokes and language. When Rockstar Games matured, they stated, Hey, you all gotta grow up sometime, but you can still kick some butt when you do it. This is autism because it is sometimes easier and sometimes harder to be an adult when you are on the autism spectrum. There are pros and cons of being an adult. I know one pro that comes off to my mind is people mind their own business and they don't bother you and they're not as judgy, most of them at least. A con though is there's so much more adulting to do than you did as a child. That's why it's called adulting. It's hard to adult sometimes. And when you add both together, it is equal. The solution is whether you like it or not, you must adventure out. Being an adult is a whole new time for you and it is up to you what you choose to make adulthood. But even adulthood, 
you can still make life fun where you feel like a child again. Now, folks, we're right back. We're going to hear a new ad from Great White Smoke. So let's get to it. In the town of Bloomington, Indiana, you can find the best barbecue meat at Great White Smoke. Owned by Dave White, Great White Smoke offers meat catering for events such as weddings and birthday parties. They've won awards such as the 2021 number one food truck in America Grand Champion and the 2019 Kentuckiana Barbecue Pitmasters King of the Q. If you're looking for someone to cook meat for your event, then Dave is your guy. Book them for your next event at 812-229-7571. You can drop them an email on their contact page as well. All right, folks, we're back. And yes, if you check them out, you won't hear smoke on the water no you'll hear smoke on the grill now finally as promised i will compare all the red dead redemption characters to either something in life or about autism so the main characters and some supporting characters are bill williamson during his time with the gang he was loyal and when the gang exploded he was still loyal to the leader the motive for his loyalty is fear it is not fear of dutch what the future holds for himself if he ends up alone again. He is sometimes the butt of the joke due to his lack of intelligence and his alcoholism. This is autism because we have the same fear Bill has. I am all the time afraid that my friends will leave me and I love nothing but tumbleweed. That is also the same for someone else on the spectrum when they have a friend. Most of the spectrum also have social anxiety and when they make a friend, they tend to be overprotective and scared that the next day, all they were was a memory. We also have Simon Pearson. He is described as a loud and happy rebel who is in denial that his life has changed. He takes his job as the camp cook very seriously and always appreciates one of the main characters hunting for him. This is autism because we can sometimes be in denial when a transition in life is about to happen or the transition is occurring. As I said earlier, transitions are scary because we know we have to start over. The only thing that we know what to do is be in denial and do our best to pretend it is not going to happen at all. However, you need to see that you cannot run away from this. It is a tornado. You must jump in. We also have Orville Swanson. Swanson is a broken and scrappy looking price who is often drunk and an alcoholic, but he soon becomes sober and is more responsible later on in the game. This is not autism, but to those who are, are not an alcoholic, but were previously alcoholics. You do not have to feel guilty about the issue. It is a story that is worth sharing. It may have led you to a path of passing out and being sick, but now that you are sober, it is time to help someone else get clean. Next, we have Hosea Matthews. Hosea is a smart outlaw who has had work with being a con artist. He is considered the brains of the gang. This is autism because of the misconception that we are not smart. Well, try again. We can be a Hosea Matthews, but the way we show that we have intelligence in our brain might not be expressed with what you see, but with what you watch. Our next character is Javier Esquela. He is a firm idealist above any purpose to make his life have a cause who joined the gang. This is autism because for the majority, anyone on the spectrum wants to have a purpose. They want to do something with their life. Even the low functioning Aspies want to do something. They might have to live with you, but they can make up for not living by themselves with other work. They can make it up by helping out with the farm. They can help out being the chef. I mean, they can help out in any way possible at the house or be a productive member by working somewhere. Their life does not have to contain to the house. It is possible that the right person sees the work, they will take the child to places. Our next character is Kieran Duffy. She's a supporting character who is described as a gentle buffoon. This is autism because we are also gentle. We do have hearts and do not want to see anyone hurt or harm anyone. I know we might be judged, but we're not going to judge anyone and follow in others' footsteps. Our next character is Leopold, and I have to use because it's Looney Tunes. Leopold! Leopold! 
if you watch Looney Tunes, you get the joke. But anyway, Leopold Strass is a major character who is in charge of the gang's money. He's a very serious and unemotional man. This is autism because of our dry personalities. Not only do we stay dry statements, we also are dry people where we are serious about what we do and sometimes it is so serious that there's nothing else going around in the world but what we are doing. Also, we are sometimes more quiet and keep to myself where they do not show their feelings, not because of the challenge, but it is also part of them as they keep to themselves. Our next character is Mary Linton. She's a supporting character who is a well-meaning woman who tries to see the best in others. This is not autism, but to the females who look past their flaws and sees the best in everyone, man or woman. You could call them the Wonder Womans of the world. Because thank you for passing what others are going through. I am even more grateful that you help out. You definitely make the world a safer environment and you are a part of the solution to the world's problem. Our next character is Micah Bell. He is considered wild and unpredictable. He enjoys the action that is going on during the shootings. He can be classified as an animal. Micah 100% represents autism because of the word unpredictable. The truth is we can be unpredictable at a young age, as no one knows what will happen when we come to town. However, the trend continues at an older age, because I think what I'm thinking is unpredictable. I even have evidence to back up this claim. My father stated, and he said, I have no idea. And see 1113, Father and Son Chat, for that question and for more information. But it does bother me some, because I want others to know me a bit more. But I kind of like it due to my belief that my thoughts should not be others' businesses. As long as they are not harming thoughts... I do not see a problem with that. Our next character is Sadie Adler. She was once happily married, but after his death, she became so vengeful and vindictive that she became obsessed with getting back at the gang who killed her husband. Sadie represents autism due to the word obsessed. And C205, finding the blueprint for more information. But like me with practicing for pro wrestling, Sadie was practicing for her future skills because she accomplished her goal. And after she did, she got better with her gun. And probably one of the most intimidating women with a gun I've ever seen. Together we are making statements. With our future skills, we're going to make statements in the future. As we're going to keep making statements and showing this is what we were meant to do. And we did. Our next character is Hosea Trelawney. One word about him. That is dun, 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 cunning. He will do whatever it takes to save himself. This is not autism, but a life you are mine. And that is stop running away from your problems. It makes you feel awful and weak. It is truly the coward's way out. It's time for you to grow up and face your problems head on where you can reach victory and bulldoze the problems and make that problem from a bulldozer to trash. Our next character is Molly O'Shea. She's a supporting character that is stuck up and tiled by other women in the camp. She seems to be a pretty popular girl. This is not autism as well, but is directed to those who are the Molly Shays of the world. And I'm going to tell you straight up, you are not a princess. And it is not cool to look down on others. Just because you are popular in the community does not give you the right to be mean or exclude those who are not your fit. You think that you're living in fantasy land if you believe that it will get you through life. Because one day someone will not take kindly to it. And once that happens, buddy, your reputation will be ruined. Our next character is Lenny Summers. He is characterized as an intelligent man, but he is also a fun person to be around. Lenny is also competitive in a fun way. This is also not autism, but anyone with a fun personality. Thank you very much to those who are happy and make life fun and joyful. You are as well a way of defeating the world's cruelness. Next character is Rainfalls. He's pacifist who, unlike his son, wants the Indians to do everything in peace. This is autism because we are also pacifists. We want to solve the problem with peace, with no brutality. I think we would get along if we did not use our fists and solve our problems 
like Martin Luther King did with no weapons, where I or multiple people march and talk out the issues like a civilized country. Our next character is Charles Smith. He is the exact opposite of Lenny Summers. He is very reserved and a quiet person, but is content in everything he does. This goes along with the dry personalities because he might be serious, but quiet and observers, I know I am because I do not speak or say what needs to be said. And after I'm done stating my piece, I don't talk because I've already said what needs to be said. It also reminds me of my interview with Temple Grandin. It's C-124, pictures on the ranch from Temple Grandin. But she stated, I do not understand chit-chat. I agree with her because I do not either sometimes. Because I want to focus on the task that we are doing right now, whether that is in work or whether I am out of the office. Next, we have Ansel Atherton. Atherton is shown to be loyal to his family and trust their judgment. He does help others, but not there's a risk to it. This is autism because, as I stated earlier, people blow smoke. It might stay or dissolve, but sometimes it does not. I cannot make the decision if I should blow out the birthday candle because I do not have to make a mistake. I did it once. I did it with a friend who I thought didn't want to be, but I had to like readjust. I thought, oh, he did. I got to make this right. And thankfully, I did, and I do not want to do it again. I came so close to losing a friendship, not because of them, but because of me. Our next character is one of the main characters in Red Dead Redemption 2, and that is Dutch Vanderlyn. He's the leader of the Vanderlyn gang and a philosopher who believed in the world going into that opposes technology and government control. As time went on, he became erratic and paranoid where he just turned crazy. This led his family to turn on him. This is autism because we, like Dutch, might go crazy with our belief. If we believe it truly enough, we will preach and preach, and preach our belief 24-7 until every person of the 7.8 billion population hears what we are saying. If I can turn something into my basement into a movement, so can you. So believe what you want and share with anyone who will hear your voice. Our next character is Bonnie McFarlane. She is a woman who believes in her work and a person who will help out anyone. She represents autism because you do believe what you believe and you can preach it, but preaching it may not be enough. You might have to take action and build the bricks to your house to where the big bad wolf can't blow it down. It is possible to not go crazy like Dutch did and have a healthy believing in your belief. Our next character is Lay Johnson, or Marshall. He's an old-fashioned, a no-nonsense work ethic. He is characterized as tough, straight to the point, and is not afraid to get aggressive, all while remaining fair to the law. This reminds me of my time in Taekwondo and C-129, A Black Belt's Journey, for more information. One certain instructor was Marshall. He was no-nonsense, orderly, not cut around the bread, and firm, but he was fair and very supportive. At first, I was mad and I saw no point. But now I've been woke and it was only for the best because you want to push the best inside me, and I see that now. So thank you, sir. Our next character is Nigel West Dickens. He is a friendly and joyful person, but he's also a fraud when it comes to him selling unworkable medicine. This is not autism, but for those who participate in fraud crimes. And that is quit messing with someone else's financial plans. Leave their money alone. You do not have to go steal. Instead, you can go get a job and get paid legally. I know it's hard because it might be the easy way out with that work, but it's not right to touch someone else's money they have, for the most part, rightfully earned. You may get lucky once, but then it grows to where the cops will find you and you are a fraud thief. Please try your best to avoid jumping into that trap. And go discipline yourself by working. Our next character is Seth Breyers. Seth is described as an un- hygienic and anti-socialist who has resorted to robbing from the dead and treasure. Seth is a symbol of autism because of Seth's unhygienic condition. I believe that some of the spectrum are hit in a mess with their hygiene. We get so caught up with our life that we forget to do basic hygiene. I'm not making an excuse at all because it is not acceptable. 
but people need to understand it is such a small detail that it can easily be missed. Our next character is Irish. Irish is a dysfunctional alcoholic who is known for exaggerating telling tales. This is autism because not only do people blow smoke, but now they tell stories. People on the spectrum always suspect that the tale they are telling may have actually not gone down that way. What those on the spectrum do or like to do is hear the information and then picture the story in their brain and envision the story their way. Next, we have Vincent DeSanta. He is an ambitious and unprincipled person. He sees that he is in the midst of a war and has to win as the rebels have put a price on his head. This is not autism, but for the WWE characters who can be described as unprincipled. Thank you so much for helping me through my childhood. I watched you and I saw in my mental health mind hope from you. As an 8-year-old, you show me that those who are labeled as weird and freaks and be loved. Next, I'd like to discuss Landon Ricketts. He is a former American gunslinger who was in stories that the main character has heard. In Red Dead Redemption, he even had help from him. This is not autism, but my experience each time I meet a guest who has celebrity status. I am so thankful for the time you have taken for me. The time you have gave me is so appreciated. I see your work on TV and other media outlets, and then you appear on Autism Rocks and Rolls. It's just amazing, and I'll honestly never be ever to repay you for your time. Our next character is Luisa Fortuna. She is a 19-year-old school teacher and a rebel who is very passionate and can fight like any other man. This is also not autism, but a belief of mine, and that is age is just a three-letter word. Your life can start at any point. Dreams are achievable and are possible at 60 years old, just like it is at 10 years old. I encourage everyone to pursue what makes them happy. Our next character is Abraham Reyes. He is a man who sees himself in a romantic light and as someone who acts as a liberator. The peasants hold him in high regard by admiring how he doesn't believe in class divides and pre-justice based on background. This is as well not autism, but his belief, because I agree prejudice should not be based on background and race. The cards you got dealt are not the same cards you have to hold. It is possible to go out there and change the way you want to live. Our next character is Edgar Ross. Ross is portrayed to epitomatize the unfair and disdainable nature of the corruption in the federal government during this time. He is indifferent, snide, immoral, disloyal, unscrupulous, and inevitable to a fault. This is demonstrated most when he abducted the main character's family in order to strong arm him into hunting the former members of the Vanderland gang changing the terms of their agreement in order to suit his needs and subsequently betraying Marston despite all he had done for Ross. This is autism because we do sometimes see the deception, but it's too late. It's even tough for us to get out of because we want this person out of our life. If it was up to me, I probably would not do it nicely because I do not want to, but it's because I do not know how to. Our next person is Harold McDonald. He is an educated man who has a tough time understanding the native culture. This is autism because we are lifelong learners with our special interests. We like it so much that each day we do learn something new from the interest. It is frustrating though when no one wants to hear our fun fact. The next character is Uncle. He is a petty thief who I swear is probably one of the laziest people on earth. Uncle proclaims that it is a medical condition of terminal lumbago that stops him from being able to work. This is autism because some might think it is a medical condition that holds us back. And I hate to say it, but you are partially right. It might hold us back in some cases, but the case is not to be cold. And if you open the bin, you will see that there is more to the mystery as we are so capable of living a safe and average life with a family and a pet. The next character is Jack Marston. He is the son of the main character in Red Dead Redemption, who evolves throughout the game. This is not autism, but to anyone who has had evolved and find who they are. And I just want to say, oh my God, oh my God, you did it, you did it. And I'll tell you, you because you earn that you did it. It takes a toll when you wonder who you are. 
because it makes you question life itself and what you were made to do and when you and no one else knows what your future looks like. Our next character is Abigail Marston. She is the wife of one of the main characters in Red Dead Redemption. She is an overprotective, motherly type of person. Abigail is also a strong-willed and an independent woman. As the main character said, she is a woman living in a man's world. This is not autism, but to any woman who is a tomboy. That's what say you can do what men do. It is sometimes better than what an actual man can do. It is possible to be one of the boys and do what men do. Your gender does not have to make you do things that women would do. If you want to do what men might typically do, why not? It's also the same for men because you do not have to do what men typically do. If you want to be feminine and be one of the girls, then why not? What's it hurting? Our next question, our next character is Arthur Morgan. He is the main character and protagonist in Red Dead Redemption 2. He is a cold and brooding outlaw who often resorts to violence and he has very few qualms about killing. At his worst, Arthur can be extremely ruthless and completely unsympathetic to the people he hurts. Despite being capable of committing such violence, Arthur does have a playful side to his personality that comes out around those he is friendly with. Despite his ability to commit great acts of violence, Arthur has his own moral code and doesn't believe in what he deems an unnecessary killing especially if it endangers himself or those he cares about. This is autism because I believe it is important to know your limits. We need to find our own moral code like Arthur did when he lived. Also, I even see my grandfather within him and see 122, meet Big Joe for more information because according to him, he was serious at his job but fun with his family. Now he is attempting to pass that knowledge to me. I am doing my best to find the balance between being serious and fun like he has. Our final character is John Marston. He is the main character and protagonist in Red Dead Redemption. He is a fairly serious individual with little patience for the eccentricities of both life and various people he meets during the events of Red Dead Redemption. For example, he threatens Irish into sobering up so as to be of some use to him and he is clearly disturbed and disgusted by Seth's habitual grave robbery. This is autism because it does not seem John is a very patient person. He might have to change that if he wants to be around me because it is a requirement that you have patience with me. I do see the challenge of patience with someone, but it is possible to find that restful part within you. Before I state my conclusion and to end the content on a good note, it seems those on the autism spectrum agree with me because they see the game and want to buy it or they get it for a gift. Look at the 4th and 5th video below to see these boys on the autism spectrum get excited about getting Red Dead Redemption 2. Now in conclusion, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah! No, I'm kidding. That's not the conclusion. But in conclusion, Red Dead Redemption is more than a video game. It is old school by seeing myself in the game, from the employment skills to the black and white thinking. It has become an outlet for me where it may seem like I am just staring at a screen. But in reality, I'm trying to feel as if I am not the only one acting this way. Red Dead Redemption has shown me not only the Wild West era, but it's fine to be yourself while functioning with everyone else. I would even go as far as say that I am taking holistic medicine. I'm not talking about the medicine in the game. I'm talking about a calming anxiety pill where I feel a sense of structure and adulthood. Well, folks, I think that'll be all for today. And I hope you learned some about Red Dead Redemption. And once you write out to go either play Red Dead Redemption 2 or go play Red Dead Redemption. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Please tune in for another episode coming in very soon. I hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble. Thank you very much.